Hello and welcome to the All or Something Living Podcast. I'm your host, Lauren Kepler, and I'm a recovering perfectionist who made the choice to swap rigidity and impossibly high standards for joy, ease, and flow. Now I'm on a mission to boldly build an impactful, insanely successful business and to help other women do the same. So if you're ready to up-level and step into the next version of yourself, then join me as we commit to imperfectly designing the business and life of our dreams. Hello, hello. Welcome to episode 92 of the All or Something Living Podcast. So excited that you're here and to teach you about you know, a topic that really lights me up and gets me excited so much so that I have created a training around it. Um, so if you want to learn more about how you can start to build the business and the life of your dreams, then I have created for you a free audio training and roadmap to show you exactly how you can get there in four steps. So you can get access to that by going to the show notes, or as always, I love when you DM me over on Instagram at Lauren M. Kepler. If you ever can't find anything or you ever are like, hey, remember when you shared this thing about this, Lauren, or um, can you give me the link to that or whatever? I don't mind at all if you reach out and DM me. I am happy to help. So if you want access to that free audio training, it's about a 30-minute long training, and then the roadmap. Um, then you can do that. You can IM or DM me. I always say IM because I'm a 90s baby, Um, but you can DM me or you can just go to the show notes and there will be a direct link for you over there. So what inspired me to do this episode, which is titled How to Own Your Gifts and Step into Your Power as a Woman and CEO, which I think is a highly demanded topic right now. Um, I heard I was listening to a podcast the other day and I heard a quote that I realized that I already actually do implement this a lot in my life. And I started to implement it once I learned about the law of attraction a few years ago. It's also something that I teach my clients and that I share in my Vibrancy On Demand course, but I felt called to go deeper into it for an episode for you. And this quote is, begin to live as though your prayers have already been answered by Tony Robbins. And if you are following me on Instagram, if you're with me over there, you may have seen that I posted this the other day because I made a decision, um, that I was going to really step into my power, which I've kind of halfway done for the last few years, but like I just had this moment of clarity and I was like, okay, I'm ready. And then this quote came and that's also part of how the law of attraction works. Like you show up and then the universe is like, all right, let's do it. So the universe said, hey, Lauren, I'm here for you. Here's this quote to remind you and to remind your people as well. So before we get started on today's episode, I just wanted to share a quick exciting update about Vibrancy On Demand. The official release date is now set for October 19th. So if you're not already on the wait list and that's something that you wanna be a part of, just DM me at Lauren M. Kepler. 
So I'm really, really excited for this round of the program because this is the most comprehensive step-by-step version of the course I've, I've ever done. So I loved how it was set up before. I just felt like it was too random and sporadic. The other thing I realized I didn't like was that week three was all about food and week four was all about exercise. I think the people that I speak to don't necessarily have the biggest struggles with food and exercise or maybe they do but that's not what they want to focus on fully right now so instead I've decided to include that work like teaching you how to eat mindfully and to set up an exercise program I'm still going to include those in the program but they're going to be as bonuses so weeks three and four are going to help you just really solidify the habits and the systems that you need to implement in your life in order to get from where you are now to where you want to be So in the course, I'll literally walk you through where you are now, how you just, how are you going to decide and envision what your dream life looks like? And then how are you going to get from where you are now to where you want to be? Because I know that for a long time, I like had this vision, like I, or I had this idea of who I wanted to be. And I knew I was meant for more. I just didn't know how to step into that version of her. So in a few weeks, um, I'm going to also have a one-on-one client of mine. We just finished our journey together and I'm going to have her on the podcast to share her experience with me and what she learned along the way. And the reason I'm telling you that as I'm speaking of vibrancy on demand is because a lot of the concepts that I took her through in our coaching sessions is taught in vibrancy on demand. So be sure to be on the lookout for that episode once it releases because I think you'll really enjoy it. All right, let's get into the meat and potatoes of this episode. How to own your gifts and step into your power as a woman and CEO. So I included CEO in that title and by that I just mean boss babe, business owner, entrepreneur, whatever it is that you like to label yourself as. Because I do know that especially with the current state of the world, there are so many women out there taking matters into their own hands and finally starting that dream business that they have wanted for a really long time or or deciding, you know, now's the time for me to really step up. And um, I don't know, I just think everything that's happened, happened with COVID has put a lot of, has has brought out a lot of perspective of, you know, how do I want to be spending my life? Because we were faced with the possibility of death. Um, So it's like, okay, well, am I really living the way that I want to? Or maybe you got laid off from your job or you got fired and you're like, okay, I have no choice but to figure out what to do next. And you had to get creative with that. Maybe that meant starting your own business or, you know, joining a network marketing company that you've wanted to join for a long time. But figuring out how you're going to decide how your life is going to go rather than feeling like you have to leave it up to fate. So you co-create what your dream reality is going to look like with the universe and whatever power that you believe in that's bigger than yourself. So I just want to tell you that now more than ever, we need your gift, sister. And when more of us share our magic, the world becomes a better place. And I really do fully believe this. I used to consider myself a guy's kind of girl, and I never really had bonds with women. But once I started to let go of those, you know, heal from those sisterhood wounds that I had, I realized 
the power of women and the power of what happens when we uplift each other and when we support each other and when we love each other unconditionally. And so that's why I'm in the place where I'm at now where I want to help other women fully step up into their power because it's such a beautiful thing. There's room for all of us and when you win, I win too. And that's why I wanna help you win. When you own who you are as a woman, that trickles into your role as a CEO and a business owner. So it's all intertwined if you haven't yet figured that out. If you feel that you'd be able to separate, like you can show up in your business with the hustle and that masculine energy and mentality, and then go into your life and not feel like that carries over, that is incorrect. It all works together to impact each other. And so that's why so much of my work and what I teach in my courses and what I share with my clients involves the business and life integration. We used to think of work and home life as something separate, but these days it's becoming more and more apparent that we can't necessarily separate the two because as I said, one impacts the other. And you might even be wondering here, why is it important to step into your power? Why is this even a topic that I'm covering? Which I kind of alluded to it a little bit earlier, but I truly believe that we're all not just as women that we're powerful, but that everybody here on earth was sent for a mission and a purpose. And I spent a majority of my life up until this point or up until like five years ago, knowing that deep down I was meant for more, but not knowing how to become that version of myself. So now that I've spent the last five years figuring out how to step into that person, I recognize that my current mission moving forward is to bring other women like you along with me so that you can do the same and you can spread the message or make the impact that you were meant to make. So do you relate to what it feels like to have that deep inner knowing that you're meant for more? So, and do you feel that there's something like itching within you that needs to be let out? And again, maybe you know exactly what this is, but, or maybe you're not exactly sure, but you want to figure it out. And you might experience this like itchiness or this wanting to crawl out of your body through, maybe it shows up as depression or feeling like something is missing no matter what your external reality look, looks like. So maybe on the outside you appear successful or maybe you've grown up with a lot of money or maybe externally it looks like you have a beautiful, perfect family and relationship, but that's not really, but you still feel, and maybe it is really the case, but you still feel that there's like this hole, there's this emptiness, there's this void in you that hasn't quite been filled yet. Maybe it shows up with anxiety as anxiety or in a lot of different ways. I know it has, I think really for me manifested in all those ways that I've just described, depression, anxiety, feeling that whole wanting to crawl out of my skin. And I was always, I always felt restless and I felt unsatisfied. And so in order to seek satisfaction, I used partying, alcohol, food, all these things to try and cope with this emptiness that I felt. And I just want to, as a side note, say that I still love my wine. I love nights out. I love delicious, yummy, flavorful food. So don't get that part twisted. But the difference is in how I approach those things. So I used to use food and alcohol and partying and sex as a crutch. I tried to use them as my source of happiness or comfort. 
And I noticed that when I would eat, I would finish eating and the void would still be there. So I would try and eat more. Or when I would drink, I would just try and drink into oblivion. I remember feeling like like having that sometimes mentality of I'm going to drink to black out tonight, which didn't make any sense, but it was because I wanted to escape from my reality. Or I would bring random men home and have sex with them. And this was prior to Jason, not, not while I was in the relationship with him, but I would bring random men home and then I would have sex with them. And then I would wake up in the morning and just feel almost even emptier. But like once that source was gone, like once that crutch was out of the way, food, alcohol, and sex, like once I wasn't in the middle of it, I would feel that emptiness. So I had to keep going back to it over and over again. So now I use those things as a supplement to my life and to my happiness. And one of the agreements that I have with myself is that I won't use alcohol to cope with how I'm feeling. Sometimes I still do eat emotionally and more for comfort purposes versus trying to escape my body and full on binge like I used to. And then sex, of course, is now something that I approach in a very healthy way in my relationship and definitely make sure that I'm coming into that with full empowerment and not feeling like I'm being, um, like I'm doing it to people please or to fill a void. Alrighty. So now that we covered why it's important for you to learn to step into your power, are you ready to learn how? So I'm going to take you through three steps that are going to bring you closer to owning your gifts and coming out to the world as your most amazingly vibrant magnetic self. So the first step is to first of all, recognize that you have a gift. So did you ever feel this when you were young? Like, did you ever feel that you were more powerful than you understood at that time? Or you had these like hints that like you had a purpose here, but you just didn't know what it was. Who were you before others told you who they thought you were? Like, who did you know deep down inside that you were? What qualities did you have? What values did you have? What beliefs did you carry with you? And what sort of things did you feel naturally drawn to when you were young? Were you painting? Were you roller skating? Were you singing? Were you acting? What are the things that you just gravitated toward? And what do you still now in your current state feel naturally drawn to? And don't try and filter this, like what truly lights you up, even if you feel that it's silly or you've told yourself that it's not for you, for whatever reason, maybe you're afraid of judgment, you feel that you don't have enough money, you feel that your partner will not support you or your friends are going to think you're crazy or your family, whatever it is, don't filter it, just think about it. Like what is it that truly lights me up and gets me excited? Those are some clarifying questions to help you understand and start to recognize what your gift could possibly be or what your passion could be. And, you know, from there, you can start exploring that further, which is the second step. Once you've recognized that you have a gift, that means that you have a direction to go in. So that's good news. But a side note here is that if you're still not sure what your gift or your life's passion is, that's okay. I wouldn't suggest being discouraged by that because maybe it's just something that you haven't explored yet. It took me a lot of it took me a lot of ex- exploration and taking some action to figure out where I'm trying to go, 
but I wouldn't have figured it out if I hadn't taken action. So author Liz Gilbert offers this advice, which is follow your curiosity. If you're not sure what your passion is, just follow your curiosity. So start paying attention to the things that get you excited or to, or that light you up, even if they're just ideas at this point and just do more of those things, start experimenting. You're going to only gain clarity through action. So just try it out because you really just, you don't have anything to lose. You may think that you might waste your time, but you won't because you'll learn lessons along the way. Like this last semester or this last year at UNLV, I had decided to leave my nine to five because I was like, well, maybe I'll go back to nutrition school and then maybe I'll be a dietitian. And like a year back into being at UNLV, which I had already dropped out of UNLV once, like I was like, oh, well, this isn't right for me. This isn't what I meant to do. So I left again. And if you're looking at that from an outsider's perspective or judging yourself for, if you would judge yourself for something like that, you might think, you know, I'm a failure. I'm a dropout. I can't stick with anything that I set my mind to. I'm a quitter, whatever. But no, for me, I was like, that was a step along the journey. I learned a lot about discipline during that time because I was taking some difficult classes and I had to study for hours and hours on end. Um, And so I learned a lot about that. I learned the flow of working from home because after COVID hit, the rest of the semester went online. And so I had to organize my time through there. Um, but yeah, but I recognize that as a step in my journey and not necessarily any point where I was wasting my time. It needed to happen in order for me to be where I am today. So all these lessons and experiences do add up for you, even if you may not understand why right now, it'll make sense one day. All right. So back to step two, let's finish out this thought. So step two being unlearning. Unlearning, what messages have you picked up along the way about who you are, how you are as a person, etc.? What beliefs are you holding that don't belong to you? Do you have people that have strong opinions or beliefs that bulldoze over you? I know this is how it was for my family growing up. My brother and my dad were just very very um what is the word I'm trying to think of? Maybe you can think of it. <laughs> Um, they're very dominating, I guess you could say. And they had strong opinions. I think that stemmed from my dad having his strong opinions and my brother looked up to him so much. And they had very strong religious and political beliefs. And in our household, it was you either believe what we believe or you don't fit in. But we're going to kind of like pound it into your head until you believe what you believe. And I mean, my family, I have a family full of I think they should have been lawyers because they make a really a lot of really good points and arguments. I remember my sister used to like really get me with her points and I would feel stupid. And my brother did the same thing. Um, so one day we were doing those like mock trial, mock, not trials, mock elections. I think it was like 11th grade or something like that. And this was the first time I was really getting into politics and and thinking about what my beliefs were when it came to politics and and studying um, and creating policies and things like that. And so during that mock election, I had been told growing up that I was a Republican, that it only made sense for my Christian values and beliefs and yada yada. So at the beginning of the mock election, they're like, okay, 
start on the side that you think you are. And so I was like, I'm a Republican. I'm a proud Republican. And then we started to, like, the teacher started to kind of read off the things like, okay, do you believe this or do you believe this? Okay, do you believe this? And then based on the answers, she was like, I can't remember if it was a he or she actually. But anyway, I just remember that kind of like pivotal moment when they read off the things and they were like, okay, if you believe mostly this, then go on this side. And so I realized I ended up on the Democratic side and I was like, oh my gosh. And that was a really big pivotal moment for me. I felt that I was like, I don't know, I felt proud to have my own beliefs and to be different from my family or to or to even just have more of an understanding of how my beliefs put me into this certain category. Do I believe in doing that, putting people in categories based on you know, specific beliefs. I don't think so anymore, but at the time I wanted to understand myself better. And so I go home and I'm like so excited to tell my family. And I, I told my brother that I was like, I think I'm a Democrat. And he was like, and not that he was like rude to me, but he just kind of like, I could tell he lost his shit. And this was, you know, brother who had just he he joined the Marines like right after 9-11 and so he was in the front lines of Iraq when everything was going down and so he was already grown up and out of the house and I think he was visiting on leave or something and um, so yeah so he had these really strong beliefs and he didn't like that I was a Democrat and so he talked me out of it and from then on I just felt like I don't know what I'm talking about and so I have to wait for other people to tell me what's right and I can't form my own beliefs because I can't trust myself to be smart enough to figure out what's the right answer. So maybe in me sharing that story with you it sparked something in you that maybe you've developed beliefs based on feeling like you wanted to be part of the majority or be accepted or whatever it is. Um, what have you developed as a belief about yourself based on past behaviors? What have you like shown to yourself through your behaviors that you've taken on as um, something that's finite, something within you? What choices um, mo- or your choices? What have you decided about yourself based on your choices, the moods that you've been in, etc.? Like, for example, with moods, I used to think that I was a bitch because I, when I lived with my family and a lot of my, I've noticed a lot of my behaviors and beliefs that were holding me back stemmed from childhood, childhood wounds that I had never really healed from or never really released. And so that might be a big part for you as well is to really work through those things, not to feel that they, um, define you or anything like that but to reclaim your power over them and decide yes that was my experience that's what I learned at a young age but I choose not to believe that anymore and so for me I was a moody teenager I had crazy hormones and so I took that out on my family members and they were just really um, vocal about their disdain for that. And so I just assumed that I was a bitch. Like, I just thought that I was a mean person, even though I didn't fully believe deep down. Like, I was confused because, again, it was one of those things where who I feel that I am deep down is not aligning with my actions. But, you know, this is how I've always been. This is how my family told me I was. So maybe that's just who I am. But then... I would start to get in these bitchy, mean moods. And Jason, once we started dating, 
would start to tell me, like, he would still be like, I understand why you're feeling that way. I understand why you acted that way. I understand why you're frustrated and I still love you and would still treat me the same way. And that was how I was able to release that story of, okay, maybe I'm not a bitch. Maybe I'm just hurt and I'm acting out in a certain way. So through that unconditional love that and acceptance that Jason gave me, I was able to heal that wound and then decide who I wanted to be moving forward, which it comes to my next question. Now, as you are right now, no matter what your past looks like, who do you want to be now? Most of the time, this is really just about, as I've kind of talked about, uncovering who you are because, and and this who you are is who you know that you are deep down, who you intuitively connect with. So I used to have this feeling that I was somebody different than who I was presenting the world. And I knew this deep down. I just didn't know how to change my actions to align to that person. So I would say or do something almost like unconsciously. And I would immediately think this is, this isn't me. This isn't like, I would know as it was coming out of my mouth, like, don't say that, don't say that, don't say that. And then it would come out anyway. And I'm like, damn it, that's not me. But how do I stop doing this? And the first step in stopping that behavior is starting with awareness. With you becoming aware of who you truly feel that you are and then setting a daily intention to be more like that person. So I also walk you through that more thoroughly in my Vibrancy on Demand course. So remember that the waitlist for that is open right now. You can DM me on Instagram at Lauren M. Kepler and just request to be added. If all of this is really speaking to you and you're feeling like, yes, 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 I need more help. I'm here for you. All right. So finally, for step three, step three is beginning to live as if your prayers have already been answered. So we go back to the original quote of this episode embodiment is a really good portion of this so once you've uncovered who it is that you're trying to become or unbecome it does take a little bit of acting at first now i know a lot of people are uncomfortable with the notion of fake it till you make it but i feel like if you're acting in alignment with who you know you are but your habits and your actions haven't quite caught up yet i don't believe that's truly faking so who is your ideal self What thoughts does she have? What kind of things does she say? What are her daily habits? Wake up every morning and ask yourself, how can I be more like the woman I'd like to become? And if you haven't yet listened to episode 91 on my three by three method on how to plan your day, I highly recommend listening. And if you have, or once you have listened, add this practice that I just talked about, how can I be more like the woman I'd like to become? Asking yourself that question mentally or out loud, answering it in a journal for five minutes, setting a timer or answering, I speak it out loud sometimes, or I just feel it in my body. Add this practice into your morning routine. So start to move through your day as if this was already your reality. And you'd be surprised at how quickly this shifts your perspective and really gives you permission to own your power, even before you feel that you're ready or you're worthy enough. Just action and, and sometimes walking or going through the motions will help get you there. So those are my three steps on how to own your gifts and power as a woman and CEO. So to recap, step one is to recognize that you have something to, to offer the world. This might sound obvious, but I definitely didn't recognize my gifts until I started actually exploring them. And I didn't think I was like 
you know, worthy enough. I was like, me? I don't know. I'm not anyone special, but you are. I promise you. Step two is to drop all the bullshit and stories that no longer serve the version of yourself that you were created to be and allow yourself to rise like the beautiful Phoenix that you are. And step three is to make the commitment to embody this powerful version of you every single day. And once again, if you need more support around this, Vibrancy On Demand is going to walk you through all of it step by step. So to get on the wait list, DM me on Instagram at Lauren M. Kepler. If you're listening to this and you're like, shut up, Lauren, I don't have Instagram. That's fine. Just make sure that you're on my weekly email list and just reply to any message that I send out. To get on that list, go to laurenkepler.com and sign up for the free gift that I have for you on my homepage, which remember that free gift right now is an audio training on how to build the life and business that you love with or that you dream of, that you love, that you all the things um, and with the roadmap included along with that. So that's all I have for you this week. Thank you again so much for being here, for listening and for opening your heart and your mind to the messages that I am sharing with you. I can't wait to chat with you again next week, but until then, Remember that you are enough and you are doing enough.